to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. We come to you with a special episode, the Big Apple episode, because our first love, Roni, is coming back next Sunday with season 14, the reboot, the second reboot, quietly, because <laughs> season five was the first reboot. Yeah. Um, we are going, this is what I've been preparing for 15 years to do, is to be a historian and pull out details about Roni that you don't remember. But also, like, what a liar, because I kept it pretty surface level. <laughs> but we're going to do a retrospective, um, and I'm going to dig deep into the ranks of old seasons, old housewives. India is going to try to keep up. Um, I, I'm not going to try. I'm going to keep up, even though my brain is, you know, on, like, maybe 10% battery. We're going to keep up, because Roni is classic. Literally, I'm going to set it all up for her, and she just has to answer. And so hopefully she can do that. But yes, March 4th, 2008, lives were changed. Except I think, no, I don't know when season two, I should have looked up when season two premiered because I think that's when I started watching. And Indy and I went to college together. So she remembers our dorms and also she remembers a life before streaming. And so Bravo literally had like, at the time Bravo had like Top Chef, Project Runway, Mm -hmm. Orange County. And I think, and like uh, maybe one more show that wasn't like my show. Um, and I didn't watch Orange County at the time. And but I there was watched Orange County. It, and they were like a big movie channel. Like, remember, that's like where you would go watch. Like, yeah, all the, which they do still on the weekends, but they used to do it like all the time at that point. All around the clock, y'all. Yeah. And so um, Orange County did not grab my attention when it first came on. But somehow I ended up watching Running by Accident probably after Project Runway or Top Chef. And then my best friend at the time and I, we literally thought we were Jill and Bethany. And so we just like memorized all of their scenes because the same episode of New York would just air over and over and over and over again. And so we would just like literally live and breathe all season two, Jill and Bethany. (laughs) Allie, come down. And we'd always quote, uh, quote Gloria. And she's like, I wake up and it's Passover. And then I wake up and it's Rosh Hashanah. And so, no, (laughs) wow. Sorry to all of our Jewish fans for my ignorance. Um, She tried. She tried. (laughs) Listen, I thought I did pretty well. (laughs) Anyways, so it was originally going to be also a little history because Real Housewives was not meant to be like this Marvel Cinematic Universe that it is now. Like it was just supposed to be Orange County and New York was supposed to be Manhattan moms, which is like, if you watch the first season, mm-hmm. that's why all of the storylines are literally about their children and like how they raise their children and who raises their children right, right. and who raises children wrong. And that's like why Bethany was always talking about wanting a child too. It's not that she didn't want a child, but like they needed a way to weave her into the show. And so yeah. she just talked about how like, she wanted to marry her boyfriend at the time who was another Jason, not scary Jason, but um, wanting to have a baby with him. So I wonder, if, I wonder where like that Jason is these days. Jason one. Yeah. The good Jason. I, I guess like the good one. he was a good Jason. I think 
I think like she, and guess what ladies known as too much for anybody, you know, don't let anybody Jonah Hill you this week. If y'all saw that, whoo, whoo, the therapy speak. Whoo, we might, we might be able to insert a current event. That show was crazy. And again, and I've had this argument with men too this week, John being one of them, because he's like, you know, I'm on the fence. And I'm like, I'm not, because at the end of the day, he's like, well, he said what he wanted. I said, no, he said what he wanted in spite of who she was. He, he met this bitch on Instagram when she was already a surfer doing what the surfer things and he then tried like to then control the back. Like the life that she had she already lived. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I get, I get how like in people's mind, like if they're just working off of logic, like if it was literally like a lo- a logistical thing, right? Why you would say like, well, he just said what he didn't want, and like everyone has that right, and it's like, sure, you have that right, but that doesn't mean that it's not shitty and abusive. And it's and- also it wasn't like an isolated incident of like, hey, I just met you, and these are my things, right? Um, and let me tell you, as someone who unfortunately made a dating profile yet again, um men write crazy things on these profiles and they do write things like that oh i mean i had a profile like, don't talk like to me if day and i was like walking off immediately it is awful so uh society setups whoever wants to set me up y'all can i'm not tied to the city so if there's a candidate out there that's worthy let a bitch know because the apps are not it if you would just stand firm and visualize Elevator Man, he would be here at this point. All right, you're right. I've been taking this where you're like, it's not just what you think, it's what you believe. <laughs> and it gives me so many stories. And I'm like, I have to believe. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, but I feel like I believe. But then I'm like, but then it- why do you sound like a little girl on her way to Disney World? I have to believe because <laughs> I am a fucking child. <laughs> That's the issue. <laughs> Oh, like man. am i going to disneyland at one point this year probably but i, I don't want to. i don't identify as a disney adult oh I'm please like, don't those are insane those are psychos no i think you would know if i was but do i enjoy going there and being youth like once in a while yes i mean and also what when you a star there's no difference who the fuck you are uh ryan goslin goes alone to disneyland regularly <laughs> That is sad. <laughs> He's actually Disney adult because he used to be on the Mickey Mouse Club. Tortured okay. soul. <laughs> Back to what this episode is about. Um, also, my we'll get into like our favorite seasons and stuff, but all all Housewives are problematic. Like, first of all, thesis statement: like, if you watch any old season of Housewives, you will identify microaggressions. You will identify classism, sexism, internalized like they are the people of the streets, even if they're rich, like that is a snapshot of what society was like at the time. Um, But I've been watching like old seasons recently and I just like couldn't decide what was like the most offensive because you have like the way that Ramona would talk about Aviva's leg that had been sawed off um, was crazy. She was like, oh, so like, do you have a do you paint your leg toes too? Like for your fake leg? Like all of her questions were insane. I mean, but that's also Ramona and you have a, I mean, well, you that's have like a question one, a toddler would ask. Like, do you paint you your have season one Jill sending Allie to weight loss camp supposedly for her arthritis? 
Oh, you yeah. have Luann going into like inner city communities in New York City and like telling little girls that they might like lose weight and grow into their face to be yeah. <laughs> like there's so many offensive things that happen that are I'm sorry that they're funny but they're horrible when you watch back and you're like oh my god the way that they would talk about the gays early on and then just bring Brad in to like try and pacify it was beyond as well oh yeah um but yes I love the show with all my heart okay are you ready for I am pumped for that rank this tell me what you think okay I am ready ready what are your top three seasons of Roni Okay, this is hard, but I'm going to say my top three are season three. Yes. Avi. Is that your number one or is that your number three? See, there are no order. I oh, can't okay. really do an order. Season seven. Yes, the B is back. Yes. And season we meet 11. Her. Season 11 is Luann post rehab with Barbara. Yes. Yes, with Barbara because <laughs> not not because of Barbara. <laughs> because that was Bethany's last season, and yeah, it just so many unhinged things happen. But season ten gets an honorable honorable mention. Okay, mine are the first three in no order, <laughs> just because they're. They're just like per like a perfect series. Like yeah. you could have left the whole show untouched forever and it would have become just a cult, like, oh, have you seen that mini show? You know what I mean? Like I love the like the core people that were on that show. Like, yes, I love Dorinda now as like part of like the new classics, if you want to call it that. Right. But, like I just love that original thing. I love like how fucking pretentious they were and thought that they were good people. I like that it was like a little more documentary style and then they'd have like the in the moment interviews and stuff too. Like, I don't know. It is my comfort show. I realized I tell people all the time, like, I don't really rewatch stuff. And then I realized if you ask me, I can recite probably a line from every episode of the first three seasons of Roni or Beverly Hills. I mean, it's fucking it's, good. It's clinical at this point. It's clinical. And I, the serotonin, when I see certain colors or certain, hear certain scores of like the hijinks music, like when Alex and Simon are out or Kim Richards or whoever, I'm like, (sighs) and I am in Brooklyn. I don't need drugs. I have this. I mean, it's definitely a feel good show. It's definitely, I think Bravo fans understand that it's a feel good show. It makes us feel good. And also, like, only Bravo fans would understand that. New York. And early Beverly Hills, they don't do this on Beverly Hills anymore, but New York was is still like the only mainly white cast that would openly throw shade. You know what I yeah. mean? Like everybody is not confrontational, but the New York women would literally be like, you're my friend, but I'm insulting you to your face and behind mm-hmm. your back. Like they just always like. They were the most, even though in like the first season, like you said, and like a, probably season two, they were way more refined. It was way more like. Upper East Side, kind of. And then, like, I feel like once Sonia came and maybe, like, the end of season three towards season four, it became more, like, woo, Ratchet, like, Upper East Side. Season five, they got Ratchet. Because Sonia was really reserved her first season. Yeah. She was very, like, Mrs. Morgan still, which I know we know, like, that's her biggest battle in life. Although I feel like 
and we'll talk about the spinoff later, like she's finally let go a little bit, but she was very refined her first season. Season four is like when they went to Morocco and that's when Ramonia started getting a little loosey goosey mm-hmm. and then five with the reboot. Cause that's the first time they kind of like, they cut out half the cast because what happened is between season three and four, Bethany chose to leave. Like she was like, I don't want to be on the show anymore. And she was hella famous. Right. Like, skinny girl hit like nothing else. She got her own spinoff. All this stuff happened. She got married, had her baby. And so she had her own show and she left housewives And so um, season four, they brought in Cindy, who they thought was going to be like the new Bethany. And like, that didn't happen. Cindy Barflop came in and then they just like realized like there was no like connective tissue anymore. So they cut out Cindy, Alex, and Jill. Jill. Mm -hmm. And the Jill cut was... Jill cut was a gag partially, but also Jill had just like drank too much of her own Kool-Aid. Like she just kept telling like everyone. And Kelly, they cut out Kelly too. Yeah, they cut out Kelly. And um, Jill had just like drank too much of her Kool-Aid at that point. Like she was so convinced. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's still drinking her own Kool-Aid. Yeah, we'll get to that. (laughs) Because I was going to have some comments about her and then I was like, oh, this is why she's not on the show. Um, But then they kept Ramona, um, Luann and Sonia. Mm-hmm. And season six is when they made Luann a friend of. Mm-hmm. So like infamously, Luann was only a friend for one of the seasons, you guys. Which y'all don't even know. Don't even for, which I think people forget because she was like a friend of, but she was still on the cast. Like, heavy. yeah, like she was still pretty much on the show. She just didn't get her own bits, which is crazy. And so then she made up for it and said, I'm going to be on this TV show again. But, um, yeah, it was a little more refined, but season five, I think, is when they really started to go off the rails or it started getting exposed, like Aviva was like exposing them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because season six was when um, Carol came, right? Carol, Carol Heather, Aviva came in season five. And so they came in and it was like called the new New York and it was like a vibe or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then weirdly, we forget this, Aviva and Kristen Takeman were on a season together because- season six is when Kristen joined yeah and that's when Kristen was like infamously fighting with Ramona and like Ramona threw the wine glass at her out of the canoe yeah and when Ramona bought air conditioning to stay that's at, when, at yeah, his house that's when, that's when like the and Aviva threw the leg cool. yeah and infamously Aviva threw her leg I have to rewatch season six because I used to not rewatch seasons four through six and I used to call them the dark the dark yeah Remember? Why do I know you so well? Because we talk about this. <laughs> I feel like I, when I was revisiting it, I was texting you like, oh my gosh, I think I kind of like these dark agencies. They're, like, they're, they're so actually, good. They're actually good. I think partially it was that I just like was such a Bethany stand that I couldn't yeah. really understand the chemistry. And like, I didn't really care for anybody else at the time. And then also I was in grad school. So I feel like I just wasn't like in my Present, home, yeah. in my shows, you know? I wasn't really in my relationship with New York at the time. And then I moved back with my parents and Bethany moved back in with the Real Housewives and everything was right again in the world. (laughs) Okay. Rank from best to worst, these one season Housewives. You have Cindy, Jules, and Ebony. Jules number one. Okay. I know you're a Jules apologist. Go ahead. Um... Cindy number two, Ebony number three. Fair. I would. And it do- has nothing to do with race. I am black. Oh. Y'all know this. Not the black ho-ho. I feel like so many people, people, 
because I feel like so many people are like, Ebony is the worst housewife ever, ever. And it has nothing to do with her being black. It has nothing to do with how she asserted herself on the show. Because hello, we have Garcelle. They're just two different people. And Ebony's just not made for reality TV. Like she's just, she was just completely Ebony's different than the rest of them. Like she's not, she's not kooky. She's not like, she didn't really like, she wasn't a good fit for the, for the cast. It could have been. the timing was bad. They should yeah. have been a COVID season. I mean, the timing was That's bad. That's what that is too. And it, also her only ally was Leah. Like ooh. they didn't, they didn't set her up for success. You know what I mean? They, they didn't set her up for success, but she also just, I don't think she's a good fit for reality TV. I don't think she's, she just doesn't have the it for reality TV for Roni. She could fit in in like Atlanta. She could fit in like Potomac, not because they're black. She could even fit into Beverly Hills. And you just be digging into this. <laughs> I just needed to state that. Like she can fit into Be- she can fit yeah. into Beverly Hills more, but New York, they're just a special breed of women that like I think she could fit into new like this new New York. Like we'll see what happens. Yeah, she could fit into New New York for sure. They and just like they, they just set her on like they floated her off to die. Like, why are you putting her with almost 70-year-old Ramona? Like that doesn't make sense. No. It's the same. Like it didn't make sense for Leah to be on there. No, it de- definitely didn't make sense for Leah to be on there. All right. Who do you think of these two is more underrated? Okay. Aviva or Kristen? Aviva. Defend your case. Um, <laughs> I just want some content. <laughs> she is, okay, so Kristen is hella boring. Um, she doesn't really bring anything to the table that's like unique. Aviva is unhinged. Yes. She says things that doesn't response. make sense. Aviva would fit in on Salt Lake. Yeah. She says things that doesn't make sense. She does things that like throw her leg. Um, enough said. Whereas and Kristen is just kind of a sidekick. <laughs> and in retrospect, like watching back, I was watching season five like a few weeks ago. Um, like now that we're grownups, because we were like 21 when we would watch this, but like now that we're grown and we are like educated, I feel like we could respect all of her like we understand what ptsd is now so we could respect her having all these traumas related to like literally being in this machine when she's like six years old losing her leg in real time and being oh yeah i mean she's just like she's she's like a um i say this about this one jay-z album which you probably won't make any make any sense to you but american gangster a lot of people would say like oh that's like the worst jay-z album but it's like something that gets better with age and I feel like Aviva gets better with age. Like she makes yes. more sense with age. As you get older. She becomes more relatable with age or at least understandable. Maybe not relatable, but understandable. I know. Like Loki. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring it up later. Okay. I'll go first. If this is, if we were building our own ultimate girls trip of Roni cast members and you can pick up to six people. Okay. These are mine. And this is because I just want like, kind of like passive aggressive slash thirsty slash like we're going to be fake friends but we'll be enemies by the end kind of energy like I just Mm -hmm. want on bitches so I said for my ultimate girls trip I want Tinsley Aviva Heather Kristen Jill and Leah whoa (laughs) because I want like because you just don't know who's going to align with whom in that circumstance and yeah they're all gonna fight with him interesting like it'll just be you know like i wanted like second tier people you know what i mean yeah so i would call it roni ultimate girls trip second tier thirsties tier two yeah thirsty t- tier two 
Who would be on your ultimate girls trip? Okay. See for my ultimate girls trip, I would want to feel like home. Like I want a slice of like, I'm homesick for my like regulars. So I would want, well, do you know what the cast actually is right now? Cause you want to make it like slightly different. Not me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but no, but it's not, I mean, it is a little different. Two of them are different. Okay. I was like, just pick. Okay. That's good. Bethany Jill, because I would want to see like their dynamic. Yes, that's like true. Like moving forward. Monster Ramona, because of course. Sonia, because there's no Luann and Dorinda. Okay. But I think that those are like my all-star, like Roni members. They probably couldn't get Jill and Bethany, and that's why we got Kelly and Kristen. Yeah. Most likely. I like that. That was good. Would you rather go um on a trip with Roni women to the Berkshires or to the Caribbean? Like, would you rather have the holiday party slash Dorinda's birthday party at the Berkshires or would you rather do like their early January Caribbean trips? Where Berkshires, because Berkshires are unhinged. <laughs> and Dorinda isn't like hostess with the mostest when it's the that cast. Like, I don't know what came over her during like Rugged, but. It was so funny. I would want to do the opposite because at least if we were staying in like a city like Miami or like at a resort or something I could escape them yeah I like I like anywhere where you can exit without telling anybody a theme in my life okay (laughs) I'm gonna give you four trips and you'll rank these from best to worst or like or like least impactful to most impactful how about that because they're all really good trips so there is like no wrong answer so we have in season three, we have Scary Island. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't need to explain that. If you're listening to this podcast and need Scary Island explained to you, get you're not out. A, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hit pause. Sit <laughs> your ass down and watch Peacock or Hey You, depending on your country of location, and fucking watch the first three seasons of Roni. And then you can come back and listen to this because we are not here. Um, recapping this what it uh important parts of history i am not tony i'm not the tony morrison of housewives i'm not here to educate y'all okay look that's a piece of history that you're gonna have to go look at yourself that if you don't know about you're not a real fan okay season three scary island season five saint bart's this is uh where like carol brought them and like they saw aerosmith and aviva has like a meltdown in a blazer because she brought reed um season seven turks and caicos which is luann's don't be all uncool because Mm -hmm. and then the tequila trip in mexico season nine okay so least least impactful to the franchise to gary island don't be all uncool you're doing top to bottom tequila and then what was the other one well there you go but are you or are you listing them to me I'm listening them to listing them oh, to like God. as in a question. Yeah. Scary Island, Tequila Mexico, Don't Be All Uncool, and then St. Bart's, which is like when Aviva crashes with her husband. Oh yeah. And, and I think that's the same trip where Luann cheats on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the pirate. With the pirate. Okay. So you said least impactful to most impactful? Yeah. Like Tequila trip was least impact on the I can't place. believe you're not including Cartagena in this. Okay. Um, Listen, I had to narrow it down. Tequila trip, least impactful. Okay. Um, Aviva with the pirate. 
just because I don't know uncool and then scare islands of course number one perfect but I give Cartagena a bonus where would you put Cartagena in that ranking I'll put Cartagena in probably number two it is like an the boat (laughs) I'm not gonna lie I thought I was gonna have more time like I thought I was gonna dedicate more time to this outline um I really do like there's a part I have a section called fight club that we're going to get to and it's going to be just a pick a side pick a side pick a side yeah and I think that's where I got out most of my season 10 content but season 10 is also triggering for me because I don't like the Carol Bethany fight it's just very upsetting so yeah I I mean you say that every time as well (laughs) listen (laughs) a ruby doesn't change her spots (laughs) okay so now we're going to get to a bullet point where I have like 10 sub bullet points for, but it's really a this or that situation. It's called fight club. And I'm going to describe the two people involved in the situation. And you don't need to explain. You just pick a side. Okay. And then I'll tell you whose side I'm on. All right. Season one, tennis, season one slash two tennis rivalry, Jill versus Ramona. Uh, Ramona. Jill. Um, seasons one through three, everyone versus Alex and Simon. Everyone. Alex and Simon. Because <laughs> they're chaotic. Season two, Kelly versus Bethany. 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 Season three, Jill versus Bethany. Bethany. Season five, season six, Kristen versus Ramona. The whole season, but also um the wine glass out of the canoe Kristen Ramona because the wine glass was unnecessary and I would have beat that also nothing happened to her so that's why I mean her lip she got her hair wet she deserves a glass in her face (laughs) season seven Heather versus Bethany or as uh as they call each other P1 versus Beth Heather, because Bethany's insensitive. Bethany, because I'm a Bethany stan. Um, I can't remember if it was season seven or eight, but Carol versus Lou in Adam Gate. And oh, also Carol. Gate. Yeah, sadly, Carol. Um, seasons like seven through forever, Dorinda versus Sonia in general. Sonia. Sonia. Season 10, Carol versus Bethany. I, we know I'm a Bethany. Where do you stand, India? Carol. Um, season 10, Dorinda versus Lou. Dorinda. Lou. Um, season, I think it was like 12 or 13, where like Dorinda was mocking Tinsley's whole existence and saying she wasn't sharing, and then also um making fun of her freezing her eggs. Oh, <laughs> so Tinsley. Tinsley or Dorinda. <laughs> I was like, I didn't really paint that nicely. <laughs> Tinsley. And then for all 13 seasons, Ramona versus Luann, whose side do you typically take? Ramona versus Luann. Ramona. Oh, Luann. (laughs) All right. Now you're going to pick your three favorite Roni housewives and your least favorite of all time. Okay. Just one least favorite, three favorites. Okay. My favorites in no particular order. Sonia, Bethany, Dorinda. Okay. My least favorite, 
Leah. <laughs> That's easy though. <laughs> um, Love my- her streetwear, but hate her. No, well, not hate her. She just was ill fit for for that cast. My three favorites are Bethany and Sonia as well. And then as I was in retrospect, it's just her as a housewife. It's not like I fuck with her particularly, but Tinsley low-key is like one of my favorites. Oh, Tinsley's great. Yeah. So she became one of my favorites. And then my least favorite is Heather Holla Thompson. Put her in jail. Holla! Put her in jail for everything she's ever done. <laughs> not her, not even her shapewear. What the shapewear got to do with anything? Burn the yummy tummy. Burn it. <laughs> I think she's going to be Tommy. They're skinny girl shapewear now, you guys. Pick the right side of her story. Um, I think she um, now sold Yummy like- Tummy for a bunch of money, which is <laughs> great for her. Miscellaneous things. Um, is there any like scene or season or fight that like you find super underrated? Because it's fight. like you always see like you always see don't be all uncool. Right. Person. You always see Scary Island. You always see like the Ramona eyes walking down the fashion show. You know, like there's always like, um, like you're in high school and I'm in Brooklyn in this economy. You yeah. know, like, there's some things that are like overused. I'll share mine first to let you think. Mine is forever season five in St. Bart's when Aviva calls Sonia and Ramona white trash and they don't know what white trash means. <laughs> Ramona goes and gets her iPad. And looks it up and they read the definition of white trash. And um, one of them is like, yeah, usually means white people who are very poor. And Ramona goes, we were never poor. And then um, (laughs) Sonia goes, okay, so what if it's true? Who cares? Like, hello, welcome to my trailer. We're husband. (laughs) Because like she was saying that because Aviva's argument was like they were acting like trash and not welcoming her. (laughs) And Sonia was like, no, you can be trashy and welcome you. And so you guys just look it up on TikTok. It's there. It's so funny. I lose my shit every time. I'll never not laugh. What's my trash? Go ahead. I think mine, one of them will be Roller Girl Out just because Luann <laughs> was late. One. <laughs> that one. And then like- the dinner, the Halloween dinner where Leah's drunk as fuck and... <laughs> And Dorinda's yelling at Ramona. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a good one. Good job, India. Those, those are excellent. Oh my god, I forgot. Roller girl, don't play that. Roller girl out. And then she rolled <laughs> away in the streets of New York City <laughs> on Halloween. I love what a little psycho Bethany is. Okay, let's take a quick break. I'll have a couple more points, and then we're going to talk also about crappy lake and whatever else comes to our minds because we do it okay i just have like a couple randomly assorted questions that just like popped in my head as i was brainstorming today um this you kind of did this already with the ebony but um spiel but you can pick like anybody else i was just like could you ever see now we're getting like the trend of like certain housewives could possibly hop to other franchises depending Mm -hmm. if they've we've had my Gemini icon, Taylor Armstrong, moved from Los Angeles or from Beverly Hills to Orange County, and I've never been happier. I haven't watched this week's Orange County yet, but I'm saving it for tomorrow so I can like have some takeout with it and just. Oh, yeah, I watched it feeling. today during my lunch um, break. 
but love my Taylor. And then we also like heard like people would always say like Cynthia was going to join Beverly Hills. And then we have Phaedra actually not even joining another housewives, but joining married to medicine. So is there anybody on New York, anybody else on New York? And it doesn't have to be like, cause they literally live there. It's just personality wise that you think could move to another city. And if so, which city would they move to? Mm, I think Aviva could, I think Aviva could be on OC. Interesting. I feel I, like she would call them white trash though. For sure. <laughs> Which would make it so I entertaining. She would align with Heather. Is that what you're thinking? She'll yeah. fancy pants. Yeah, for sure. Fancy pants. Um, uh, I think Ebony, like we said, could move to Beverly Hills, Potomac or Atlanta. I think she can move to Beverly Hills. I can't see her on Potomac or Atlanta. I feel like like Atlanta has fallen, so we can't even acknowledge them. But when I think of like good Atlanta, I just feel like she cannot keep up with like oh, not good Atlanta. Atlanta. No, no, no. She doesn't have to no. Read. She can she can be on Sanya and Drew's Atlanta, but yeah. like, that's a very weak Atlanta. Um, she could be on Potomac though. To me, I think she could fit in on Potomac with like the Grando. Um. Any of the others? No, I think the others are like well fit for Roni. Yep. New Yorkers, they're only from one place. Yeah. Or they're only made for one place is what I should say. <laughs> I can like I can fully admit, I don't think I could like it seems so cool, but I just like don't have the energy to be a New Yorker. Like you have to want to like be on that high octane every day yeah. and do a lot of coke, but you know, <laughs> it's their own. The whole finance wall, the, <laughs> all the Wall Street is on Coke. Obviously, everybody in that city is. Um, let's see. This is so random, but this is just like a feeling I have that I have to like get out because I don't know if you saw the t- on Twitter that um, Dorit and PK quote forgot to turn off their running water and they flooded their house, and so everyone's like, "Uh oh, another insurance scam! Look how these folks stay like." What getting- do you mean they forgot to turn off their running water? exactly like do they have like i've heard people i've heard people having accidents like their water line when like the plumber might i feel like they're saying like a faucet was left on and then the water overflowed and they flooded their house either that or they're talking about like sometimes when people do like um like work to the house they needed to make sure the like the sewer lines are off and I've heard of people flooding their house because they didn't turn off like the sewer line, like for like the washer in the laundry room and like flooded the entire house. I've heard of that happening. No, but... I'll literally read it to you. But anyway, I was just saying that to say that because everyone's like, there's. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I think that Dorit get away PK, with it. Why not? I think Dorit and PK are the new Alex and Simon, like mm-hmm. the desperation to like be relevant. And like Dorit, like Dorit has like the money and the connects, but like has that like, I'm a fashion icon the way Alex used to. And then like the husband just with an accent, just fawning over them too. Like, it's just like a lot of like- The kids just are well-behaved. But like the emperor's new clothes, like has no clothes. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, they're just both like couples who are frauds. Yeah, I think they're like a better version of them for sure with well-behaved children. Um. Johan well, face. Well behaved on camera. Johan face. Johan face. Oh my Johan face. <laughs> I put that as one of my underrated moments. Johan face. <laughs> um okay. Dorit 
NPK's mansion flooded after reality stars accidentally left the water running. Lawsuit. The couple claimed their insurance company refused to pay upon the related damages. The couple accidentally left the water running in their minor daughter's bathroom on the second floor of the property, which caused water to flow through the bathroom, the adjacent bedroom closet, and down to the office on the first floor, along with the entry of the property. So I love that you tried to defend them and tell us about uh, like water lines. Line and all How do you just forget knowledge? to turn off? How do you just forget to turn off a faucet? Because they are scammers. Not like, you holding the phone up to the screen. <laughs> Our audio medium. <laughs> I'm hilarious. Scammers. <laughs> scammers. on the scammer. And speaking of scams, wait till you hear my last question for you. Okay. Fuck Mary Kill. Guess who I picked? What is Tom, Harry, and Simon. Tom who and, and Simon? Who? Tom D'Agostino. Uh-huh. It's gonna be about Tom. Right. Harry Dubin. Oh, Harry. Okay. I, thought, I don't know why I thought you said Perry. I was like, who's that? And, and Harry. And Van Kempen. And who? Bitch, did you watch the show? Simon, Alex's husband. Oh, Simon. I didn't. Sorry, my brain. I told no, you it's not working. I'm speaking English. Like, I told you I'm not working. Fuck, Mary kill. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, I will. Mm. What? <gasps> okay. Oh, this is controversial. Wow. I'd fuck the same person that I would kill, though. Do it, but you're okay. still going to have to do something to everybody. Okay, well, I, I guess I'd fuck Harry Dubin. Okay. I have no choice at this point. I'd marry Simon because he's the most least the least toxic one of the three. Yes. And kill Tom. But I would also fuck Tom before I kill him because I just would want to know what the fuck why he has these women like fawning over him. So you want to fuck both of the men that all these women have fucked to find out. Yeah. But and also kill Tom kill. because he's just obviously a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm weak that you're like I just want to fuck around and find out I cannot why not you know also as we mentioned Simon one of my other favorite underrated moments is like from I think it's from season two when he's trying to surprise Alex for her birthday but like the taxi cab got lost or something and he starts getting stressed out and he just always keeps yelling you're ruining the fucking surprise <laughs> like all the time <laughs> makes me giggle because that was like in again people in tv shows when there was like cable television and commercials they would be like here's what's coming up on this episode and in that episode they show you like seven times that he says it before he actually says it yeah <laughs> like imprinted in my brain for life that was kind of like my little rundown it could have been i way loved more- it no you did amazing and like we love you- roni every season is actually a good season to be honest and I think like one day I'll be able to watch 13 back and laugh, but today's not that day. Yeah, no, every time right now, my, my not my computer, my TV, every time I like finish um, like a, an episode of like the newer season. So like today it was OC, they put it on season 13 and Roni. And I'm like, why are you doing this to me? Like, I what? don't want to watch Why would this? they do that? That's probably like they're trying to set up low expectations for 14. 
if they're like, look how bad it was. I'm sure. What do you think? I feel like 14 is going to be different, but good. Like if you're just open to whatever's going to happen, because I feel like they're all really frenemy like. So I think think it's going to be. I love when alliances shift throughout the whole season. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think several of them are going to be good. Like obviously Bren is going to be good. I mean, her tagline, I'll fuck your dead. (gasps) Somebody who posted like Mary Cosby to her mom. Did you see that? Like they yes. posted. <laughs> Make me mad and I'll fuck your dad. <laughs> oh my gosh. I need to watch Old Salt Lake because I'm Jen. You're going to side with Mary who fucked her grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> my girl Jen was threading. Oh, season one was just epic. <laughs> yeah um, I like Heather back then because that's when she was eating her little lamb lollipops and deep throating some meat yeah. I think some of them like several of them are going to be epic so we'll just see what happens did you see how um it's her name Jessa got drunk at the premiere and like had to be like escorted wait, out because she threw up everywhere it was clarified she wasn't drunk um that, oh, that would have been more epic travel. yeah no I thought too and I was like uh raggedy Andy already tweeted on our behalf <laughs> But um, I opened it and it was like, everybody insists that it actually wasn't alcohol related, that she was already sick when she was coming in because she had been traveling. And so, which I want to choose to believe just because like, she's the one that was not very interesting. Like her storyline is basically like her husband and her haven't slept together since they had their kids. So they're basically going to get a divorce. Okay, great. Yeah. So at first I was like, oh, maybe she's acting out because she wants to get a divorce. But she just kind of gives me blah. So I feel like she really would have just gotten sick from being on a plane and not eating right. And I also feel like people wouldn't have like gone so quickly to be like, we all insist it's not alcohol related. Like if it, because people love drama. Um, They just shit. They just stuck with alcohol. I'm nervous about Cy because obviously I always want to stand the Puerto Ricans, but sometimes they embarrass me. So we'll see. And she's New Yorican, which also different vibe. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. She's a Sagittarius, so she's going to have some shit to say. So I have to see if I stand by it or not. I'm very excited for Bryn. She's going to be a salute. I'm excited for Bryn and Uba. Yeah. And then I'm intrigued by Erin. I don't know if I'm going to like her or not. She's going to be either like really fun and type A or she's going to be like plotting too much on screen. And then I'm going to not like her. Yeah. And also I'm just like already, I'm not trying to be anti-Jenna, but like, I just feel like people have just pumped her up so much. And I'm like, yeah, I also know who she is. And I still need her to do something besides be Jenna Lyons from J. Crew. Yeah. You know? So hopefully she's interesting outside of her job. Um, I just feel like, I kind of just feel like she's going to be one of those like housewives that we don't need season two. Yeah. And it happens because- Again, what people fail to remember about Miami is Larsa was low-key one of the most famous housewives on season one of Miami, but she was so fucking boring her first. They fired her. (laughs) They chose Mama Elsa over Larsa season two. Yeah. High key because she was giving us nothing, which is why she's gone so radically opposite in her other seasons, like just saying rumors about everybody that she hears. Either way. 
this is not all this this half of the podcast is not a Larsa Stan account <laughs> that's all I can say yeah but Dr. Nicole account <laughs> I just kind of feel like she's gonna be a one-hit wonder so I'm not yeah. really banking on her to bring anything and maybe that's why they did it even though I hope she does because she's representing like the LGBTQ plus plus like you know like yeah really want her to bring it but but she needs to bring it yeah if she's gonna bring it she needs to bring it and if she's not she needs to stay home everyone kept commenting on her blouse for the premiere saying that she looks like lvp swing at villa rose speaking of villa rose have you seen like all the scenes like in background like videos people are bringing from them filming Vanderpump Rules and like Kristen coming back and wearing the infamous Tom Sandoval being yelled at by Sheena and crying off by himself while everyone is partying my only issue is I don't like knowing things like I don't want to be leaked you know what I mean Mm mm-hmm I know that like everybody's all over it because then they know that everyone's going to post it and like build it up, but I don't like to know what's going to happen. So just like, even though I do scream too, when it comes across my feed, I'm like, I don't really want to know. I mean, like, and honestly, it's just like, I don't like, obviously that's the drama, but like, I just don't care about Sandoval. I didn't care about Sandoval the first 10 years of this television program. I don't want to see him. I barely like Sheena. So like, I just want to see something about her open. I hope that we break the fourth wall and acknowledge like that Ariana is literally like fucking the face of trash bags of, I don't know, gel pens of whiteout of just whatever, making bank. whatever the fuck else. Like Ms. Ma'am said yes to every endorsement and I low key don't blame her. Yeah. And then um, who's the other one? Um, and then, Oh, shocker, shocker. Everyone is like, Oh, Raquel is coming back. She's just trying to negotiate for more money. And I was like, I literally said that. Yeah, you did. I'm sure I'm not the only one either. Like I'm not tooting my horn. Like I'm, you know, a fucking genius, but hello people. Oh, we don't know if she's coming back. Bitch. Yes, you do. She just wants, she wants to raise the price tag again. And now that they got that Emmy nomination, she's like, y'all would not have this without me. Which I I don't. If I don't, if, I mean, honestly, she wouldn't have fucked Sandoval. She I mean, well, correct. But I would say, in I don't even like her. I'm giving the Emmy nomination to Sheena for that final speech. Oh question. no, I think Sheena definitely deserves it. But none of this would have happened if she would never fucked Sandoval. This is true. Like but they I wouldn't think- be on their rise. So she should, you know, like playing devil's advocate, she should make more money because I mean, she's the the reason why it's no, like she should so negotiate. Much. But people need to be smarter. Like yeah. everyone. I'm more complaining about everyone acting like fucking idiots being like, no, she, she's real tortured bitch. Have we learned nothing? That bitch knows exactly what she's doing and why she's doing it. She's probably, she's has, she probably really did need to go to, you know, to, to camp, um, <laughs> mental health camp, not camp y'all <laughs> like don't, put, don't bring camp into it. <laughs> she probably did need to go like away, you know, to get her mind together because I mean, I can't I need, imagine social I media is brutal. Invoices. I need to see where she actually went. Did she go to Mirabal and just like fucking lay in the desert and like cry and just like eat sandwiches and masturbate? Or did she actually go somewhere where she was getting professional help? And either way it goes, like, was, this, was this like covered by her insurance? What's her deductible? Like, like she was gone for three months. Who's paying for that? I does not have health insurance. 
please. She doesn't even know what Obamacare is. <laughs> no, baby, she does not. She's like, mom, how do I go to the doctor? I don't know if like reality stars are covered under the union. I don't know. I don't know if they are either. So that's something for someone else to investigate, not this podcast. Yeah. Best wishes to you all. We stand with the actors and writers <laughs> of fictionalized programming. <laughs> um, what do you want to say? You're very excited about Crappy Lake. I'm, I enjoyed it. I was like, okay, full disclosure. I feel like I texted you on Tuesday. I had like an existential crisis. I think it was the heat outside. Like something happened to me and I was just like having a moment where I was like outside of my body and I was just like, okay, I'm 32 and that's okay. And I usually love it. But like, I was watching all these young people at work, like all be friends. And I was like, oh, that used to be me. And I think it was actually more about not being the center of like the social connect more so than being older than anybody. But anyway, I was having a tough day. <laughs> I played crappy like in the background. Wait, so you weren't the center of attention and so you were having no, a rough No, no, I didn't say center of attention. I said center of social connect. Like I wasn't the one bringing everyone together. Like I don't need to be in the middle, but like I'm the glue. I'm very Libra of you to say that. Correct. But you know what I'm saying, right? There's a difference. Like and I, I literally to- just sent you a meme today that was like, I would be by myself. And it's like, I'm bored. I have no life. Why, why am I by myself? Really? truly me I you know and like that I told you I was like this is too real and like I also like went back and I was looking at I was reading the birthday book I feel like I've sent you your entry before for like mm-hmm. it's it's Maybe. like a page that's literally just about the day you were born and it's like the day of the this the that and I like went back to mine for the first time in like years that I haven't read it and it does say my greatest challenge is to tolerate boredom and I think maybe I was just bored that day send me mine because maybe it becomes more relatable I don't remember it uh I'll read, I'll, we'll do that offline, but I'll send you yours and I'll send you mine and you're going to gag at mine. Cause it also gives you your three best qualities and your three worst qualities. And mine are so real. um, I'm going to pull the book actually, but my worst qualities are manipulative, impulsive, and destructive. I'll let you sit with that. Damn, they didn't have to read you like that. That's insane. She's going to go pull her book. Listen, I'm self-aware enough to know that that's all true. You know what I mean? But now that you've mentioned it, maybe I was just bored and I spiral. Like, that's why I don't like to be bored because I just sit with my thoughts and. <sighs> yeah. Okay, well, just tell me my best three qualities and my worst on yeah. camera. I can handle it. Everything else just sent me 15th, separately. Right? You're the 15th, yeah, the 15th right? of January. Me and my uh, the king best. have the same birthday, so. I don't know. Okay. Well, you and my friend Brooke have the same birthday. So that's how I remember, <laughs> but shout out to him. <laughs> At your best, you're idealistic, dedicated, okay. and inspirational. Inspirational India. Idealistic, dedicated, and inspirational. Wow. Okay. Those are really big words for me. Not bad. On the dark side. <laughs> On the dark side. All right. You're obsessive. Okay. self-centered mm-hmm. and indulgent mm-hmm. <laughs> it's only three i can be i can be obsessive about things anything i Listen, literally tell my brain to i stop. accepted all of mine and mine are fucking dark yeah and mine are true self-centered hmm. i'm I not to- self-centered but like we always joke about like the materialism yeah 
I guess that's more on the indulgent side. Yeah. Yeah. Well, only you know. from our Taurus rising too. Um, my, at my best, I am charming, magnetic, and exciting. Wow. So shout out to me. <laughs> but then again, at my word, on the dark side, I'm manipulative, destructive, and impulsive. And I acknowledge times three. <laughs> like it is what it is, y'all. <laughs> and you just, guess what? In order to like be your best version of yourself, you have to acknowledge your shadow self. Facts. Oh, Facts. and then- do you want to know your greatest challenge? Like the way I said that mindset is, is to tolerate boredom. Yeah. Your greatest challenge is coping with lack of recognition for your efforts. <laughs> yes. I I'm like, not, again, I like to be told. Good job. Like, like this is not a judgmental book, you guys. And also I love it. No, not sponsored. The element encyclopedia of birthdays. This is the shit. People who don't like astrology will read their birthday and this and be like, oh my God. And like lose their minds because we all like to know about ourselves. Don't lie. So it is like the most effective thing to bring on a group trip if you don't know everybody already and you just read the birthday book because you read people and you also read yourself because I just fucking did on this podcast. (laughs) No, I mean, I accept, I accept, you know, two of the three I do I do like to have out like recognition like I do like to be like wow oh yeah bitch when I was a kid I mean I can go down rabbit holes of anything like anything like India a week ago I went on a cannibalism on the pillow like but I feel like a lot of my friends are like that like I'll be like all right well I don't know what's going on but I'm tired and then I'll go to bed. But like you plus most of my friends are like, I have to know how it ends, or I have to know why she said that, or blah blah. And I'm like, the unknown is so magical. And y'all are like, no, it's not. Yeah, Back I need to know all everything. And I just go down rabbit holes. I went down a fucking cannibalism rabbit hole Ew. like a week or two ago. I don't even know how I I went down that Tom Cruise rabbit hole, remember? Like I just Oh yeah. Well, that was so funny because I was like, India, duh. And you were like, I didn't know any of this. And you were like telling me facts back. And I was like, it's very dangerous for me. Google and private investigations and like Instagram, all of it's very dangerous for me because then I'll just continue to look like, hmm, there's no reason. Like there'll be no reason why I'm still looking at said person or anything. Like, but it's just like, why not? No, why not? (laughs) Why not? Like yours is with like more inadvertent intent. Like you didn't mean to, but then you like intend to follow through. Then mine is like, I fall down things by accident. Like my whole life has been by accident. I was like telling somebody (laughs) that who's like new to our job (laughs) at our happy hour yesterday. I was like, yeah, like everything I've done is just like, I was like, yeah. Happenstance. Like not happenstance, but like, I just like, I've never been like a, here's my five-year plan. Here's my 10-year plan. Here's this. Like, I'm just like, sure, I'll do that. And then all of a sudden I end up somewhere. Yeah. And then, and here we are. But it wasn't like, my whole dream was for like this job or this project or this person or blah, blah. It was like, no, I literally was just like, good morning. And then whatever happened that day led to whatever (laughs) is happening now. (laughs) There are no coincidences. Anyway um oh yeah crappie lake with we did you say crappie lake 
Somebody said that that's what it's how you're supposed to pronounce it. Crappy. Yeah. Oh, crappy. Like that's actually like, better. But that it looks funny because it's crappy. Like, but um, I'm sorry that I divul like diverted us because I had a what I thought was an existential crisis on Tuesday, but actually I was probably just bored. Most likely. Sent me on that spiral to make that dating app. <laughs> yeah, you just need to. It'll not. it'll probably last a week. Yeah, you just need to visualize this elevator man. I mean, I'm telling you. But do I have to visualize elevator man or can I visualize like acceptable men to sleep with in the meantime? I mean, why can't those be acceptable men? I mean, you can visualize both. That's a lot of brain power. You can literally visualize yourself fucking, like getting your brains fucked out, walking out, doing your walk of shame into an elevator and running and into the level meeting of him yeah. in the same building that's gonna be messy though but yeah sounds very libra of you <laughs> <laughs> the insults is that an insult because i think that's thrilling yeah i guess you know i don't know I, if i want to say this no, but no, no. i, I kind of did go ahead go ahead <laughs> i'm scared <laughs> you guys it's like a horror. No, I don't think I want to say. It. <laughs> okay, can really I just tell you something before you say it? I, yeah, there's, so I can rethink this. Planet that there's two planets that play is the issue. Like Sun Libra is like on the outside, like likes mess and flirtations and like whatever happens happens. But the Venus and Virgo in me and the Capricorn Moon are just like so deeply. Pri- I like I never want anything on Maine, and it like holds me back from doing like rowdier things because I just don't want it. No, I feel you. Needing but, to maintain reputation and embarrassment. Like maintain respect. Yeah. Yesterday at like my work happy hour, one of the younger folks was like, yeah, like when you see Ruby at work, she's so professional. And then when you see Ruby outside of work, it's Ruby 2.0. And I'm like, yeah, it's called compartmentalizing. <laughs> it's called I'm off the clock. <laughs> yeah. And also called like, this is how you act on the clock. Right. <laughs> like a professional. <laughs> She's so sweet though. I was like, I think that like I'm future you <laughs> because she was like, <laughs> I see all these similarities between us. And she's like, she's 22. And so she was just like, yeah, I want us to do this like baseball game on Friday. Cause then I can go get drunk afterward at the bars. <laughs> I'm like, man, I miss being 22, but also I wasn't working full time at 22. So what was I doing at 22? Wow. Didn't we just graduate college? Yeah, last week. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Young forever, baby. Anyway, did you decide if you want to say what you're going to say? Yeah, I decided against it because it's really bad. I'll tell you off camera. It's not really bad. Okay, let me just say it because who gives a shit? Um, So back in my younger days, I was maybe 18 or 19. Oh, good. It's about you. Thank God. Yeah. I used to about me. I got really scared. Oh no! I used we were in college. Um, I used to like see a guy that went to a school like in Northern Virginia. I won't even say the school. Um, I don't even know what he's doing these days. Anyway, I got my brains fucked out. Like to the song, I just want to be successful. My cousin still talks about she's like I still can't listen to that song and be okay because I she, they could hear it the whole time. I, 
And the guy she was talking to this at that time, because they were basketball players, like he has like he used to hit me up still and be like, I still can't listen to success. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But then went back to school within probably 24 hours, got my brain fucked out again by a football player. <laughs> I was really ashamed, like, wow, within 24 hours, fuck two people. Um See, there's the difference. Never done that again. Because Libra me is like that sounds excellent. <laughs> Capricorn me is like that sounds shameful. Like, well, I Lib- want myself on punishment after that. I was like, Libra Sun with Capricorn Moon. I'm like, wow, variety and efficient because it was just back to back. You know, <laughs> so to me, I think you were successful. The song spoke for itself. It motivated you to go be successful back at home. I mean, I guess so. And I mean, they were both two very nice ban- banana hammocks. If you know what Ooh. I mean. So I a girl was tired. My Aristocat yeah, was that and got some unlimited pizza. Probably my Aristocat was like, oh, girl, we need a break. Is that what you call it? No, I just said that for, for, for this fun. Well, I was talking to Justin. <laughs> I don't know why I was talking to Justin about vaginas, but I was like, I call mine a treasure box because it, it's a reward if anyone gets inside. I call mine um, a um, Venus flytrap. Well, there you go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say treasure box or I say Hello Kitty just to upset people. I love a Hello Kitty, but I like Aristocrats, Aristocat, so my, nah, I still like Venus flytrap. I kind of mm-hmm. liked Aristocat because I'd never heard that before. Me either. I just that just came off the dome. Wow! And you guys, she said that she was running on empty. So look at that magic happens. Even with I got some energy day. back. I always get more energy when I'm around you. That's what we do. We recharge each other. We see each other. We see each other. Um. Well, do you want to do like a quick five minute on Crappy Lake? Because I do. I talked about it. Okay, so. We weren't really expecting much. I was hoping for, you know, that it would be funny. Yeah. One minute in and Sonia's talking about her fucking liposuction stitches. And I'm like, here we go. This is going to be great. They had me cracking up both episodes. First of all, when they're on the that little ass private plane and they see all the signs, whereas everyone <laughs> down there is like, we don't know who the fuck is showing up. And, I just looked at Luann, thought they were protesters. Yes, Luann's like, I thought you guys were protesting. And then the car shows up and has no AC. And Sonia's like, who the fuck to get AC? Sonia Then they show up to the motel. They're like, what the fuck? Sonia's motel is full of shit. Just organized chaos with a dildo. The I owner being like, like, yeah, I, sometimes I use it around my shoulders, but then downtown. <laughs> and downtown. <laughs> Also, like, I've never owned that kind of vibrator, so they just make me giggle. Like, I know that they're effective, but it just, I laugh. Me either. I just have other things. Um, now you talk about getting your back blown out back to back, but you're like, other things. Like, I can't <laughs> say what kind of vibrator. I have a gold-plated, like, clit stimulator that is like a necklace. A it's necklace? Like, yeah, it, it was trendy, like, three or four years ago. Um, I found it at a sex store, but also Shan Boudram used to like promote them because I think she was giving out discount codes. And so she's like, you can put it around your neck. And also it's a vibrator with multiple, like, stop. It was like 300 bucks. $300? 275 without tax. 
Yeah. I didn't pay for it. Oh, there you go. So it was actually free is what you're saying. Yes, it was free. That's more appropriate than saying you spent $300 on a vibrator. Yeah. Or, I mean, vibrator simulator. $3.99 for me. I have my good old rabbit. And my cousin and I once asked my grandmother, my Puerto Rican grandma, if she knew what a rabbit was. And she goes, of course, everyone has one. <laughs> she, y'all, she didn't know. Oh. She, she's from the olden days in Puerto Rico. She does not know what that what is. What did she think a rabbit was? She doesn't care. Like our grandparents would just say whatever they we wanted them to say just for our own entertainment. <laughs> gotcha. So, I've been her- really intrigued of, with that one that like sucks. Like, <laughs> so there, are you saying like, a vibrator that has a penis and the stimulator. No, no, no. Just a stimulator. Okay. I haven't gotten just a stimulator, but one time I got one that was like had penetration and the stimulator, but like the, I guess I don't have as much distance between my clitoris and my hole as the tool. So it just didn't work. So it didn't align. And I was like, what a waste. Oh, little, little Aristocat. <laughs> yeah. I have a adorable miniature Aristocat. I have the Marie of Aristocats. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was too big for her. <laughs> Anyways, um, I like episode one was whatever, like, you know, they had to introduce and say like what the point is. It's kind of like a combination, like everyone keeps referencing simple life, but it's also kind of like Schitt's Creek with like the motel aspect and all of that stuff and like getting involved in the town. Cause like, simple life they didn't really come to help anybody they were just like learn how to be poor versus yeah. like i feel like it has kind of a shit's creek vibe and even the name like crappy lake shit right creek, you know like it seems like the producer had an intent there but the second episode i have to go back and rewatch because i was crying i was crying at luann hitting on the firefighter and i was like <laughs> I'm starting to have crushes on men that are younger than me. So I'm like, is this how I have to talk to them? And be like, do you like to party? But he wasn't even like looking at her. Like he was clearly <laughs> uninterested. She's like, do you like to party? <laughs> Meanwhile, Sonia's like, she's horny. Like she, like I can go a long time without sex, Louis. <laughs> I feel like that would be like, I'm sure this is what everyone is saying, but I feel like that'd be us on a trip somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, she's a Libra. She's really not going to fuck him. She's just going to make out with everybody in this town and then run away. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sonia like leaves with that guy from the bar and is like, Billy, like, the way I can't see your truck. She likes to have the biggest stick. <laughs> Sonia is so disrespectful on so many levels. <laughs> like the shit that they both say ridiculous shit, but the way Sonia says stuff, I'm like, girl, you have to stop. But it Luan is- catching the fish. I mean, Luman. Sorry. Luman. Sorry. Not. <laughs> Slightly, slightly phobic. I'm not going to say that again. But No, it's still so funny. Lumen. Because, who said that? Ramona? Because her voice. Yeah. But, uh, many of them said Lumen. They're all disrespectful. <laughs> Pride month is over. So we're back to Lumen. Anyway, Sundays are going to be great because we've got. Yes. And Roni, Crappy Lake. We're going to be recording on monday nights now so i will leave it up to india what day of the week we post but we're gonna so wait are they like uh, how about atlanta like so it's gonna be eight nine ten i i guess i have peacock so who knows because i mean atlanta has been awful this first half but the second half like the mid-season trailer looks bomb like it looks like it's gonna be like so much drama especially like with drew and her husband 
I'm looking forward to it. So it's I'm probably like, gonna be it's probably gonna be Atlanta, New York crappy. Because yeah. crappy's half an hour. So then you get watch what happens live after. You're right, you're right, you're right. So it'll be like eight, nine, ten, ten thirty. Yeah. And I don't even have cable anymore. Shout out to my building. Well, everybody get excited for the return of the big apple. May she oh, yeah. rainy being juicy and follow us at pop of color pod on Instagram and Twitter. And most importantly, follow us on podcasts, either Spotify or Apple, leave us five stars. Cause a hater left us a one star review recently and didn't even say why I want them to insult us in the review. If they're going to be doing a one star review, it's um, probably Heather gay because I talk so much shit about her on girls trip three either or a hating ass bitch um either way it doesn't it's not of our true. concern we appreciate all the five-star reviews we've gotten quite a few over the past i don't know a few weeks okay. and so we really appreciate it our new time for right now will be tuesdays um the podcast will be up or we're, we're recording mondays so we'll be putting posting it or i will be posting it on tuesday <laughs> Probably, you know, around, you know, the morning time, noon, don't, don't bank on yeah. time. Let's not get that Tuesday. specific. Yeah, it'll be Tuesday. <laughs> Me Capricorn trying to be specific. Um, we'll be covering Roni and, you know, the rest of the things. Stay Talking. blessed and don't be bored because then you'll spiral like me. Have a great weekend. Bye. Lila's. <laughs>